Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. We're going to continue on with our conversation from last week when we were talking about teachers being afraid that the classroom's going to, we're going to lose control of our classroom if we let too much go on. So um, some of you have heard this story, but there was one day when I was gone in the morning and there was a sub in the room and he was a perfectly good sub, but the kids definitely get amped up. You know, it's a different person. And I walked into the room and it was just, all the kids are just running around like through all the areas. So like no one's really kind of focused on any other activity. And that's one of those ones where I worry because, well, not everyone wants to be playing that way all the time. That's but it's right the out now, of control that everybody yeah. wor- worries about, right? Or, you know, yeah. There's like two kids kind of, I mean, they didn't look like they're playing anything else, but just trying to stay out of the way, you know? So I thought to myself, I could say something, you know, try to, um, we talked in a few episodes, a few episodes ago about like telling people to calm down essentially, right? To let's all take a deep breath or whatever. Um, but what I did instead was I brought out some clay and set it down on a table and I was going to at least say, oh, I have clay out too, but I don't even think I said that before this one kid who is often the leader of the pack came over and like, oh, clay and started pulling some off, you know, and clay's kind of hard, you know, he has to really work at it. And then that brought two more kids over there. And then I went over into the pretend play area and joined in. I don't remember what we were playing, but I just, I think probably took out some pots and pans and put some pine cones in pretending I was cooking. And pretty soon some other people come over there. And so some kids are still running, but all of a sudden it's just the kids who clearly that's the choice they want to make. Whereas other people, there wasn't really any other choice because it was happening in every area. And I think some teachers would come in, come to their room in chaos I'll call it that. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word to use. And then try to get above it. Right. right oh, right. I've got to get this under control. So I've got to get bigger than it. Yeah. yeah. You know, in order yeah, to bring yeah, it down. Yeah. Yeah. Instead right. of, I've got to just. Yeah. And I did you, the opposite. You didn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's an easy thing to think you have to do is like, right. Oh, I've got to get bigger than what's happening. And you can't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My. Uh, that's a nice example. It is a really good example. <laughs> I immediately went to um, being. We have classes of 18, sometimes 19. And uh, my first thought of out of control is 18 kids putting on snow clothes. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, I have no I have no brilliant solutions there other than talk about mindfulness. Woo! You know, you've got to just not, not lose it. Uh, yep. Because mm-hmm. that is, so that's not, I don't have a lot of wonderful solutions to offer other than just know it's just part of our day. This is what we do. So, but, you know, it's that close proximity and all the... Lots of movement and lots of it's, stuff it's around. It's the journey. It's the journey. But the I mean, they're over. It's a classic. They're overstimulated. Right? Yeah. They're Eighteen. They have not a lot of space to be doing what they're doing, and there's yep. a lot of of moving parts, and it's a hard task. So that's just pure overstimulation. But the other thing I was thinking about was um, the end of the day in my school is a very similar thing. The kids go to their cubbies to wait for their grownups to come pick them up because then their grownups know where to find them. That's how it works in my school. So they're in close physical proximity. They got all their bags of stuff, so they're bumping into their bags, they're bumping into their peers, and they're excited because grown-ups are coming. And then the grown-ups come, walk in front of all of them, so now you can't see anything but adult legs, right. you know, and you just kind of, I mean, it's just, it's it's a circus. It can be a circus. And we had a class that it was, that it definitely got out of control over and over and over again. Um, and... So as a team, our we did come, we did come up with uh, the solution we came up with was uh, 
kind of change some of the ways that they could be at the end of the day. So we took, you know, they like to hide behind their bags, but then they'd have these hysterical crying fits if they didn't get to hide before their grownups came in and all kinds of hurt feelings. So we switched the tone to your grownups are coming. We give them all a paper heart and said, this is your love. Give it to your grownups when they come in the door. And so they sat all excited about this love they were going to share with their parents. And when the parents came in, they gave them the paper. So we changed the whole tone. Right. Went from just all the, I didn't, I don't know what to do with them. I'm so excited that my grownup is coming to I've got now I've got like a, a, a plan and that may sound uh, that it's not something I do with all my classes it may sound overly teacher directed but they were it was pure out of control overstimulation but the out of control part is a teacher problem not a kid problem it was a problem for everybody yeah well but I know, I'm, I'm serious I mean the yeah, adults no, I know were having mean. bad but reuniting I mean, with their kids it's a time of day right. you get to reunite with your grown-up and it's bananas yeah. what I mean by that is Telling the children to change their behavior wouldn't change that situation. Right. That's what I meant. That the, yep. right. It was a, the teachers had to figure out we how to, to change. They were not capable of the environment. Exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. 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 I mean, it certainly affected everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my out of control. Uh, well, as you might imagine, I never had a classroom out of control. What about that worst? Er, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, tell us what about the hardest, hardest class. class. Uh, no, but let me tell you a time when I was watching somebody else in my classroom who was hyping the kids. Uh-huh. And, and after I, I asked her, you know, what was your plan for bringing it down? Uh-huh. And she didn't have a plan because... Uh, as a teacher, you've got to know when th- you've got to have some kind of sense when you th- know things are going to get out of control, and you have to figure out a way to bring it down, right. and just kind of. Yeah, I, I like what you keep saying that. Oh, there's those who want to just get above it and a little bit stronger, and but no, you have to figure out a way. That have them go to your level, not. Well, a lot of it, a lot of it has a lot they'll, of it, they'll, right. they'll step up above you. I mean, or, that's just yeah. a, and some of it is just saying like, you know, I, I don't like it when you hit me mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's what was happening. She, yeah. she, they were hitting her. They were hitting her and, and she, she didn't, didn't have a plan. She didn't know what to do. And they, right. were, they said, oh, this must be what we're supposed to do because then yep. more kids started hitting, yep. and, you know, what, how did you think you'd bring that down? Mm-hmm. And she didn't have a plan. She didn't have a plan. Yeah. Hmm. It's actually similar to the example I was thinking of when it felt most. And it was when I was young, as a young teacher, because I didn't really know how how old you are now. I I got gray hairs coming (laughs) to my beard. This is great. Um, No, I was thinking back, similar to what Tom was saying, about a. But I'm thinking of a parent that I Mm -hmm. had in my early teaching career who whipped him up, came in, and that was his goal was uh-huh. to get everybody amped and he would rile mm-hmm. them up and he would chase them around or he would pick them up or he'd tickle them and he go, okay. And he started to, he thought it was hilarious and then he would leave and it got to be, you know, after well, several times. Well, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> several times. He's, and he would kind of look at them like, well, good luck, thinking it was funny. Right. And then we had, I, as a young teacher, I didn't really have the confidence to be like, take, hey, cut it out. Right. right. You know, so I had to, I had some help from my administrator and my uh, my other co-teachers and you know, I had to bring it up at conferences that we had in the fall and I said, look, this is actually is really a big challenge for our room because when you leave, it's... They're unglued. It's right. Everyone's just amped up and it's hard to come back down. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I guess, you know, and he kind of was playing off jokey and he got scolded by his partner. And said, no, you need to stop doing that. 
And so we made kind of a plan, like, I want you to feel like you can come into the room. So if you want to come, I know you play guitar. So if you want to come and play guitar at large group, or if you want to come read books on the couch, but coming in and just chasing people and bringing your high energy in, that's actually really disruptive. So we got to figure out something else. And it was, but that I could feel in that moment. And for, for several weeks, I was, I didn't know how to, to deal with it because I was, I wasn't sure how to address this parent and I didn't want them to not feel like they were welcome in the classroom because they were always right. the one who did drop off. Right. But the way you're doing it is actually a very big challenge for our room. Right. Yeah. And I think a more confident teacher, too, might have been able to fit like you because the interaction itself, you know, that is valuable of the kids really looking forward to him coming and things. But it's that thing of you might not have had the skills then, but now you might be able to give that parent skills of like, OK, yeah. so the only thing I ask is the last three minutes figure out and... pull out your guitar right. or yes. right right well it... read a book something so they get the the other part of that like be able to go right. to this low arousal state too while he's still there yep. instead right. of like so so is there i mean that was a great example because it was a lot of self reflection on your part mm-hmm. and i'm not and i'm sure there's other teachers who are in that same situation like well what am i going to do yeah. if something really happens and i think some of it has to come with experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're always afraid to actually walk to the edge, right. you won't learn. Right. right. you got to jump in the pool at some point. That's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. And I think to, to kind of wrap it up, what it feels like is, and we've talked about this topic before, but it's a trust that's within yourself that I, I, I do know these children. I know development. I know I can bring this back. There's a trust between the children that they can take care of each other and that there's there is this you know connection so it feels like that the management of those feelings of being out of control really go back to hey i trust that if you're going to play this chasing game you know the rules or i can help you if you feel like you can't come back down because i know you when you get excited young child that it's hard for you to kind of keep everything in mind I'll be here to remind you. I'm going to be here to keep you safe and keep everybody else safe. And I think it's important to, again, keep in mind Joey's idea of not going, a, how did you say it? Like, you'd be bigger than the kids yep. with it, but actually find smaller things and find things for them, for multiple things for them to do that might. Well, I keep thinking about the, I know we want to wrap it up, but, you know, the things they show about, you know, when they got the babies and the, the parents who have the kind of responsiveness wrong, and when the baby's overstimulated yeah. and they keep overstimulating the baby. And the baby starts just like looking away, like, man, you are just like, it's too oh. much. you know, right. and it's, it, it, yeah. it's, you know, I think maybe one-on-one it's an innate skill, but I think, uh, or hopefully it's an innate skill in most people, but I think that that's part, it's, it's a responsiveness, right? When you right. see the kid being in that close to out of control state, our response shouldn't be more, 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 more. Yeah. You know, it's, right. it's, a, it's a mismatch. Yeah. And raising your voice to tell the kids to keep their hands to themselves and use inside voices or whatever right isn't you're you're still overstimulating you're bringing it that yeah. overstimulation still but finding things for the kids to do mm-hmm. yeah. um and unless they're if they're being unsafe you might have to literally have them help them with it but otherwise provide other things and make them aware of the other things that are going on yeah um yeah yeah 
Well, I think it's a, it's still a topic that poses lots of questions. Yep. And so maybe the, to, you know, as the listeners are finishing this episode, maybe just go inside and have your own reflection of mm-hmm. where do I have these feelings? How do I give them something else? What's another strategy? Do I, rather than going louder, do I go quieter? Right. And, you know, the ways to kind of just practice that, but, you know. To Tom's point, if you don't practice, you're never going to learn. Yeah. yeah. It, it comes through doing and it comes through trying and failing and mm-hmm. and then trying again. But you will still gain control in the end. Like, even though you feel yeah. out of control. And believe that you can. Yeah. Believe and trust that you can have that control and that, and that fun and that learning right. and everything. Well, thank you, everybody, for thanks listening for and thanks for discussing. Yeah, thanks, yeah. For yeah. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.